0: I mean, what are the odds? Seriously, this is the Glenn Beck Program, and my name is Glenn Beck. I mean, that's crazy. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. It is Friday, America. And we've got a couple of things that uh, we're going to be addressing this hour. One is, I don't know, did we blow up the Nord Stream pipeline? Seems like a big deal. You know, if we did, did we? Mike Lee uh, did some homework on this uh, yesterday, and he's gonna come and tell us his, uh, give us the results of this. And uh, I I don't know if it's still a, a best guess or not. I hate being in this position because 20 years ago, if you would have said that, I would have dismissed it out of hand, out of hand. Just like I did with, you know, George Bush knew about the World Trade Center. That's nonsense, it's nonsense. Now, were there some things going on? Sure there were. Sure there were, but he didn't know plain. planes. But you say that to me today? About this administration? I hesitate. That's not healthy for a republic. That is not healthy. Do they actually represent us or their own interests? We go there with Mike Lee in 60 seconds. You know, there comes a time eventually when it's too late to do the things you should have done but kept putting them off. That's especially dangerous when we're talking about your financial security. There are no guarantees about tomorrow or next week or next year. If you keep putting off what you know you need to do, you might wake up one day and find out that that chance to protect everything that you work for has passed you by. Look here's the the root of this, I'm, I'm sending you to Goldline just to do some homework just ask him for this information the hedge against insanity honestly i talked to jeff go uh jeff brown earlier in the podcast get the podcast wherever you get your podcast and listen to it if you missed it um but i talked to him uh earlier he's a futurist and i said what do you think about bitcoin and cryptocurrency and He's actually optimistic. He thinks he's, he he hedged a little bit there. You know, I I think I'm pretty optimistic about it going forward, but his real concern was the digital Fed coin that we know they're coming out with. When they do that, most likely it's gonna be after some sort of a big shock to the system and we'll all be shocked and they'll be shocked at what do we do? And they'll introduce the Fed coin. That's what I think is coming, and I think it's coming in the next 12 to 18 months, but that's just me. Please, prepare. Do your own homework. Find if gold or silver is right for you. They're offering free metals delivered directly to your front door with every qualified, self-directed IRA transaction this month at Goldline. Huge special. Please don't ignore this. Goldline. Call them today. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Senator Mike Lee. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, and
1: it's an honor to be on the phone with the most well-preserved 37-year-old on radio.
0: <laughs> you know, Mike, I, uh, I I wanted to invite you to my party this weekend, but I, you know, last time you came, I the called neighbors called. Uh, I
1: called you 37. That's a compliment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Mike, uh, this week has been really. It taught me something. Um, I don't, in the end, I don't believe the Seymour Hersh article. He's got only one source and he's got a reputation of, of, you know, making things up and really only respected by, you know, the far, far left. Um, But I don't know. And it uh, disturbs me that I couldn't out of hand reject that as a nonsense idea. You feel the same yeah. way?
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. I have the same reaction. That's why when I um, tweeted it out, I said, if if false, slanderous, if true, war. Uh, that's the part that's troubling. Now, since then, I've had the opportunity to talk to a number of my colleagues, colleagues who have uh, delved deeply into some classified matters um, across the board, and um, a number of uh, all of them who expressed an opinion on it, um have said that they believe it to be false i've asked for a classified briefing on it it may uh, take a few days for for me to get that set up but what this does do is it tees up some questions
0: okay hang on just a second hang Um, on when they said before you go there let me ask you let me clarify they said they don't think it's true or they said it's not true they they said it's not true okay good they affirmatively
1: believe it to be false those who expressed an opinion not all of them uh had um had had enough information uh, uh, to to really speak to it, but those that did uh, uniformly said, "Yeah, this isn't true," and and I have reasons for it uh, to believe that it's not true. Okay, but here are some things that that, that kind of linger. Um, first of all, does President Biden and does the uh, executive branch of government generally, in and out of Republican and Democratic administrations, does it believe that it's got the authority to undertake this kind of hostile action? Without informing Congress. This is what was so troubling about it. Is it described in great detail how one would go about it if they wanted to engage in a clandestine military operation, one that could somehow bypass not only uh, a constitutional requirement for a declaration of war or an AUMF, but even notify congressional leaders.
0: Right. Uh, you have war. a. Explain this, Mike. There is a gang of eight, which is uh the represents the senate and the house uh both intel committees right and yeah you that those eight people are it read in at the highest level of anything like this but this article from seymour Hearst said yeah uh we can go around that easily and and laid it out in great detail have you done any work on that to see if that's even possible
1: Yeah, so there there are theoretically ways in which they could avoid that, and if they did, the geopolitical consequences would be enormous. Enormous. If in fact, if in fact, this attack was designed to force Europe to end its reliance on Russian Russian natural gas, you know, in order to secure support for the effort against Russia in Ukraine. If they in fact did that, then these consequences would be enormous. This would be not only a direct attack on Russia but also an act of hostility that has massive impacts on Germany on France spillover ramifications really all over Europe whole world we're we're talking about millions of Europeans who've had gas supply affected by this disruption so if this report were true Then it would be incredibly troubling to say the least.
0: I'll tell you, Uh, Mike. There's we we have we have seen things in the past that our government did that they did in secret and we we didn't know. And when we find out, we correct it um, or at least try to. But this one, to me, is different than anything I've seen in history because as this came out and I first read it, I thought to myself. Good Lord, if this is true, our children are going to be fighting a war that none of us had any idea or any participation in any of this stuff. It's a group of people who have decided they know best and they're committing us to war. That is, that is so un-American, so against. I mean, it felt like, you know what? I, I would rather have our military go in and march up and get those guys that did all of this and try them, then go fight Russia, because I would kind of agree with Russia. <laughs> we shouldn't have done that
1: no that's that's exactly right, and r- regardless of how this happened or, or whether any of this happened at all um, i I really would like to know who did it, because it's not just anyone who can go out into the ocean I know and go deep down uh, into the ocean and sever multiple pipelines uh, uh and then set it up in such a way that you're not anywhere near the blast zone uh when the event finally takes off
0: have you talked to, to anybody
1: to know who that is
0: have you talked to anybody who knows how many nations could pull something like that off
1: yeah i've talked to a handful of colleagues who have said uh that you know that they can think of some that could have done it and um not something we can talk about outside of a classified environment but that's part of why i've requested
0: this briefing okay and uh, is is, but there are some some other suspects that would make sense
1: i i i don't know i don't know that i can make sense of it before i know who it is who could even technologically speaking pull it off
0: so i just had mike pompeo on and he said that he thought it was russia to drive up the price of oil
1: Yeah, okay, so that that one is really hard for me to accept. Remember, Glenn, Russia is pulling in, or has been pulling in, a billion dollars a day in natural gas revenue. Natural gas revenue that it's selling to Europe. I I believe Germany alone sends them money uh, 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 along the lines of about a billion dollars a day for their natural gas. Despite the hand that feeds in so prominent and severe a way, it doesn't really add up. But could you, you, you never know. Uh, for, Russia can do some weird stuff. That one seems to be stretching the imagination a little.
0: Um, Mike, on the same day that this came out, about two hours later, there was a report uh, from CNN that had security insiders that uh, uh, found out that we had evidence that Vladimir Putin shot down uh, the Malaysian airliner and that it it was the missiles came from Russia and that it was tracked to him uh, saying that they were going to shoot, shoot this down. Uh, I found the timing to be extraordinary. Russia comes out with a story or Seymour Hearst comes out with a story that we did an act of war. And two hours later, well, lo and behold, here is Vladimir Putin uh, committing an act of war. Is that a yes. coincidence? Uh. I, um, one, one could argue that it, it is not. Look, Vladimir Putin
1: is an evil man. Oh, yeah, I know that. Uh, he, he's a megalomaniac. He is uh, one who has genocidal ambitions, and um, his ambitions know no boundaries. And so I I wouldn't put anything past it.
0: When you look at what um, uh, England is doing, training pilots now uh, in Ukraine, that's clearly um, the next step to receiving planes for them to fly. Are are you concerned at all about the equipment and everything that we're sending over? uh, That at some point, I mean, I know I would really at this point, If I was in Russia's shoes, I'd be like, what? I mean, you know who we're really fighting. It's not the Ukrainians. It's the West. Look at what they're doing. So is there a point that is a breaking point where where people like you will stand up? And I know you have already spoken out about a lot of this stuff, but where you're like, no more. This is it. This is insane. Yeah,
1: Yeah, look, um, I believe that we have to tread especially carefully when approaching a nuclear armed near peer geopolitical adversary, which Russia is. And I believe that um, while these are questions of degree and uh, many people will focus on the difference between defensive weapons and and assistance and non defensive, I I think if we take one step further, we will have obliterated any distinction. Mm -hmm. And I think if we're going to take one step further, in that direction, we need to have an authorization for the use of military force or a declaration of war. If it's one thing, if we're going to get involved in a war with Russia, I don't want that at all, to be sure. But if America is going to consider that, it needs to have elected representatives in Congress making that decision and not just have it made sort of sideways through appropriations for funding and bold statements
0: by our executives. I mean, that's why um, England was in so much trouble by the time we entered World War Two. Uh, Congress had blocked any of the sales of stuff. I mean, it had to go through Congress. All right. Um, hang on just a second. Cause I want to talk to you a little bit about something that happened at the, at the state of the union and some things that have now been released um, with you. Apparently Mike, Oh, you're an evil hater of everyone who is elderly. Um, we're going to talk to you about that coming up in just a second. First, let me tell you about car shield. Um, I have a couple of uh, vehicles they're trucks. I have them out on the, the farm and the ranch and, and I have to tell you, they are dirty, they are dented, they are old, but they run and run and run. I bought diesel engines so they would I wouldn't have problems with them in the long run. I could put 400,000 miles on them if I had to. Well, I don't want them breaking down because they're long out of warranty. And one of the trucks a couple of summers ago broke down, and thank goodness I had car shield. It was like a six or $7,000 repair. And I got to the place and I was said, "Why didn't you call me? I, I $7,000. The truck isn't even worth that." And I said, "Why didn't you call me?" And he said, "Cuz you had car shield. They authorized it. They paid for it." And I'm like, "Oh." I mean, yeah. <laughs> Well, can you fix the seats too anyway car shield save up to 20 percent on your plan right now and always be prepared for the unexpected 800-227-6100 800-227-6100 or go to carshield.com slash back that's carshield.com slash back 10 seconds and back to mike lee Uh Mike, when the president uh the state of the union was talking about, you know, defunding social security. I loved the look on your face. The the camera was cut to you and you were just dumbfounded. You were like, what the <laughs> what is going on here tonight? Uh first of all, do you have any comment on on the speech and how you were feeling that night? Yeah. I was stunned. Look, this is my 13th state of the union that I've attended since I've been at the
1: United States Senate and I've never seen such brazen uh, falsehood spewed from the president of the United States. He sat there and accused Republicans, claimed quite falsely, that Republicans were saying that they were going to mess with social security in in our negotiations over conditions for raising the debt ceiling. It's just false. It is categorically false. And He sat there and said that in front of us, then looked stunned that we took exception to it. And then after that, uh, the next day, gave speeches and sent out tweets, uh, tried to make us look like hypocrites, but still demonstrating that he doesn't understand what he's dealing with. He doesn't even understand the facts
0: that he's trying to raise. Right. And so one of the things that they sent out was a clip of you. We have the clip. Uh, Let's uh, play that, please.
1: I'm here right now. To tell you one thing that you probably haven't ever heard from a politician, it will be my objective to phase out Social Security, nice. to pull it up by the roots and get rid of it. Here, here, here. People who advise me politically always tell me that's dangerous, and I tell them, in that case, it's not worth my running.
0: I said to my wife when I heard that, she said oh, my gosh, I can't believe they're saying this about Social Security. And I said, yeah, I know, because if that was really what the Republicans were doing, I'd want to vote for them. Uh, But we have to take on Social Security. But that doesn't mean leaving old people without any kind of uh, uh, fulfillment of the promise. Can you explain this clip? Yes, absolutely. First of all, through
1: programs like that, through Social Security in particular, The government has created a program. They promised people back in the 30s when they created it, this will be your money, your account, your retirement. We can't, we won't touch it because it's your money. It was absolutely false. Mm -hmm. They were lying. They've been lying for decades. They've been stealing, plundering this Social Security trust fund. They do it all the time. They've done it even just in the years since I've been in the Senate. So what I was channeling there was the fact that Social Security, as it's been set up, as it's been managed, has really hurt people Mm -hmm. and it's been an act of deception what the president of course didn't play uh and 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 what you didn't play was the rest of the sentence the rest of that communication and any other that i've ever had which was where i said we of course have to honor the promises of people who have paid into this thing you can't just leave them hanging having been promised Uh, in other words it's a long-term objective one that would take right. decades to complete because you do have to honor those promises but social security as we know it as it's been raided and plundered has been used as a tool to take money from americans to provide this little slush fund piggy bank for congress to raid whenever it wants to i I mismanaged and to distribute to other pet progressive priorities which is awful
0: i have to tell you i'm i'm uh, 59 so i'm just you know a few years away from social Security. I've known my yeah, whole life. The level of a six year. Pardon me? Yeah, I know. You're uh, the level of a six year. <laughs> right? Thank you. Uh, uh, I've known my whole life Social Security is going to collapse, so I haven't counted on it. Now I'm in a situation where I don't have to count on it. But if they would have invested my money, I started working when I was eight, uh, and I started getting an official paycheck when I was 13. So I've been paying into Social Security. For many years, if my money would have been invested and would have been in stocks, I can't tell you how wealthy I would be today. And that's really what they promised us they were going to do, and they didn't. So now we can't pay for anything. But there does come a time. There's not anybody my age that hasn't heard this from the beginning. I was in high school. I heard it from Reagan I mean, it's, we've known it's not going to last. There comes a time when you have to say, guys, we're going to finish the generation that really needs it right now. But we, we've got to we gotta shut the taps down. We're going to do it slowly, methodically, and with lots of time. But we've got to shut this off. And I, I commend you for that, Mike. I commend you. Thanks.
1: Thank and, you. In all my 12 years in the Senate, I've never proposed abolishing those benefits. Of course not. I've instead looked for ways to make them sustainable. Of and shame on the president for lying about this.
0: Wow, he actually used it. He actually used the lying word. Mike is so temperate in everything. Mistruths. But uh, thank you, Mike. God, God, bless you. I love thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs> he is such a. He's such a radical, isn't he? The Glenn Beck program. Did anybody notice that the first time he couldn't bring himself to say lie? He didn't want to go there. And I thought this is the guy that everybody tries to make into a radical. Please Um, let me talk to you about tunnel to towers out of the ashes of tragedy of 9-11 tunnel to towers has been honoring America's heroes and doing good in their world ever since. If you've not heard of them, let me introduce you to them. They are an organization that provides mortgage-free homes to families of fallen and severely injured veterans and first responders. I have watched these people since 9-11. They do just incredible, incredible work. They do it for the police officers that lose their life. My wife, uh, I think her cousin uh, was married to one of the police officers that died up in Connecticut. And I find out that within days of him being killed, Tunnel to Towers was there paying off their mortgage to make sure that they were okay as a family. It's an amazing group. They just would love you to donate to them. Can you do $11 a month? TunnelToTowers.org. It's T, the number two, T.org, T2T.org. All right, don't forget, you can subscribe right now to The Blaze. You get everything early and exclusive. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn, code word S O T U. freak welcome to uh friday we have a few things i would like to uh i'd like to play joe biden on the uh, balloon this is uh, cut to joe biden the chinese balloon was it a threat wasn't it a major bre- security
1: breach for the united states just the fact that the balloon came into the airspace no. and flew over the country for so many days no look <laughs> the total amount of uh, Intelligence gatherings going on by every country around the world. is overwhelming, and the idea that a balloon could traverse, uh, break American airspace is uh, anyway. What? It's, it's not a
0: major breach. Okay. I who feels confident? We we're being, we've got a stern captain who knows the path. Um, uh, so it, it wasn't a major breach. It wasn't a major brief uh, or breach. Um, then why did we use a million dollar missile to shoot it down? I mean, if it wasn't a breach, well, you should have just come out and said it's not a breach. OK, but we used a million dollar missile to shoot it down into the water and we didn't target the balloon. We targeted the little suitcase thing. You know, <laughs> the, the I mean, I don't even know how big it was. Probably maybe maybe three feet By a foot, by two feet, three feet? Maybe. Maybe, maybe. So let's just look at a piece of luggage. We have uh, Jason Buttrill in, who is uh, our chief researcher. Jason, military. One of those missiles, they're made to take down what? Uh, Uh, Full-on aircraft. (laughs) (laughs) Full-on aircraft, okay? (laughs) So we shot one at a size of, like... You know, luggage. I've got an old Samsonite and I've got a big radio in there and a transmitter, my toothbrush and my underpants, and it's flying on a balloon. It's hit squarely by one of those missiles. How much is left of that? Uh, Nothing. I mean, (laughs) practically nothing. Maybe a small piece of metal, something like that. Right, maybe. Nothing you could use. Correct. Nothing that's going to give you any indication other than this came from the earth. This was man-made as a, it's a metal alloy of some sort. Why do we have, if it wasn't major, if it was no big deal, why do we have the SEAL team scuba diving, trying to find any piece of it, which you're not going to do, and it's not going to be anything earth-shattering, but why do, wh- this doesn't make any sense to me at all. Now, here's the good news. <sighs> I understand that the president has dispatched the big guns. Uh, he's got James Cameron uh, now under underwater it's with cameras. Bold move. It is. Yeah. It is. And so far, he's only found this old couple holding each other in bed. They were very, very <laughs> frightened. Uh, but uh, so we got James Cameron on it. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be good. Now, let me tell you about uh, the FBI. There is, there is uh, hearings going on right now um, in Washington about the weaponization of the government. And every single American, I don't care if you're left, right, independent, atheist, religious, whatever, we are all living under the same rights. And when there is uh, a breach of those rights on anyone – it's a breach on all of us, and we have to go back to that understanding. When I was growing up, we used to say all the time, you know, boy, I don't agree with a word that you said, but I'll fight to the death for your right to say it. That was common. Do you ever hear that anymore, except from somebody my age? I disagree with you 100%. In fact, I'm Almost violently against you, but I will fight for your right to say it because we're Americans and when you have that attitude, then everybody's safe. Everybody's safe. You have to be willing to defend the most abhorrent ideas or abhorrent speech. We do not regulate those things here. So the FBI field office in Richmond released an internal memo warning that violent extremists are attracted to radical traditionalist Catholic ideology. Now, the memo goes on and, sa- and says, these are the people that are against Vatican II. Vatican II, the, really? the, Isn't that the one that made the mass took it out of latin and made it into english that's they're gonna they're gonna blow up the government because the mass isn't in latin anymore i mean but then you start thinking about it you're like these traditionalists i mean have you listened to their music i mean if that doesn't Oof. fill you with rage <laughs> <laughs> that isn't just like oh i've got to bomb something right now i have to anyway uh, so listen to this. This is in the document. Uh, interest of radically or ethnically motivated violent extremists in radical traditionalist Catholic ideology most certainly presents new mitigation opportunities. Wait, wait, wait. Why Most certainly presents new mitigation opportunities. Hmm. This is for FBI internal use only. Do not disseminate externally. Luckily, somebody was like, uh, I think I'm going to distribute this one externally. Um, the field office claims it has increasingly observed interest of radically or ethnically motivated violent extremists in the Catholic ideology. And uh, they were relying on the key assumption that radically or ethnically motivated extremists. Would continue to find radical traditional Catholic ideology attractive, and connect it with—I don't know bombs. I, I don't I have no idea. But I mean, if you're if you're really hacked off that like the mass isn't in Latin, I don't target a congressman. I don't know about you. I mean, I, I don't understand. Other than. This may be part of the warning that I have given you on, um, on Alexander Dugan, the traditionalist. Not a small T, but a capital T. That's a movement, the traditionalist movement. And that comes from Russia. You want to talk about a Russian infiltration. You want to talk about disinformation and radicalizing Americans and trying to destroy America. That's it. You want that one, FBI? Because I could give you the information. I know you have experts somewhere, but if you want to look at traditionalism being dangerous. Let me introduce you to Alexander Dugan. That's dangerous. Somebody who's like, I really disagree with Vatican II. I don't think they're bombers. I don't think they're going to go after you know, Obama or Biden or anybody else. Although they did say they have real, I'm quoting real disdain for most of the popes elected since Vatican II, particularly Pope Francis and then Pope John Paul II. Oh, my gosh. Well, Pope Francis, I mean, I don't know a Catholic who's like, that guy's sweet, No alarm bells go off when me. I mean, the only ones that I would know would be the mainstream media. They're like, he is just like St. Francis. I saw him hugging a deer last night. Uh Uh-huh. So they have a problem with Pope Francis and Pope John Paul II. And they are anti-Semitic, anti-immigrant, anti-LGBTQI2+, and white supremacists. Really? Really? I mean, I'm sure there are those traditional Catholics that are like that. Just like I think there are those, you know, traditional Baptists, untraditional Baptists, uh, traditional Mormons, untraditional Mormons, Jews. Well, Jews probably not. Well, you yeah, know, they. Some of the amazing, famous left wing Jews are very anti Semitic. Strangely, but I digress. Uh, he said, "This is a." They said, "This is a small minority of overall Roman Catholic adherents, and um, you know they're they're upset against the teachings and traditions." Uh, yada yada yada. Now they used as a source the Southern Poverty Law Center, <laughs> so we have uh, so we have that, um, and they also said this this is a way for them to um, connect. With these radical traditional Catholic adherents, both virtually via social media and in person at places of worship. So I don't know how these FBI agents undercover are going to handle the Gregorian chant. I mean, that could that could get dicey. And then the incense on top of it. Whew, OK, but uh, you learn the secret Latin code and you're in FBI. You'll be in. So what is this? What does this say? This is basically saying we're targeting the Catholics. Anybody who, you know, is a traditional Catholic, we're targeting you because you might be an enemy of the state. Do you remember the outcry when the terrorists were planning stuff in a mosque and the FBI would knock on the door? Excuse me, I don't mean to. I mean, I'm not going to come in. I'm not going to. I, I no no no! I even took my shoes off, you know, at the car. I've been walking through the muddy streets and and the syringes and the and and the broken glass. But I I'm here without my shoes, and I'm being very rare. You know the guy who's covered in soot that just ran in here? Yeah, he just blew up a building. Can we get him out? Oh my gosh! How dare you take on this religion? Here you have them targeting. By the way, they've retracted this. Now that this has come out, they said they were really, 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 really sorry. It was a mistake. It was. Hmm? What'd you say? Mm. Bull crap. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> God. Huh. Yeah. No, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. And they came out and said, we, we would not open an investigation based solely on First Amendment protected activity. We just wouldn't do it really well do you have like the catholic bombs or anything what 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 why Why were you infiltrating this group do you have evidence your evidence in the memo is like they say bad stuff they think bad things there's no evidence in that memo that they're building bombs planting bombs none of that it's all thought and speech here's the problem We are confusing now crime with thoughts. We're you know, I remember when minority report came out, and you were like, Oh my gosh, we're we're four people lying in a milk bath away from doing minority report. All you need are the precogs. Well, and the bingo thing where the balls came down and (laughs) B twenty six. That's all, we're, that's, that's all we're missing on this. We are now placing thought and speech as crime. Congratulations, America. Can you play that Catholic chant thing again, that Gregorian chant? I love it. This is one of my favorite. I have all these guys. I have, I have their whole collection. Sometimes they just rip loose. And, you know, in Latin, they're like, let's blow up things right That's kind of how now. I'm feeling now. I yeah. Don't know. yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Because I'm thinking, they're thinking right now, of blowing stuff up. Right? Listen. Oh my gosh, there it is. There it was. That was the thought. That was the moment. That was the moment. Okay, I don't think that's actually Gregorian chant. I've never heard the Gregorian chant (laughs) with the... (laughs) The Jack powered drums behind it. The uh,
1: synthesizer?
0: Did they yeah. ha- actually? <laughs> yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, God has everything. Uh, thank you so much. All right. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Standing up for what you believe in is really challenging, but there are basic things you can do, like buying from companies that believe what you and I believe, and then back it up with action. We've got to stick together. Yeah. Even with the Catholics, apparently. <laughs> Catholics, when are you going to wake up? When are you going to wake up? And I say this to all churches. I'm sorry. To, I'm not just singling. Out. Well, actually, I am just singling out Catholics. But don't play this extreme. Because the story was about Catholics. But when are Catholics going to stand up and go, hey, um, there's a problem. Uh, anyway. Patriot Mobile, the only Christian conservative wireless provider, now offering a service with all three major networks. If, you're, if you like your coverage with the big three, but you really hate the big three, well, Patriot Mobile has a solution. Switch right now. Patriot Mobile. They share your values. They don't send your hard-earned money to abortion clinics. <laughs> what a surprise. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. So go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck right now or call 878-PATRIOT, 878-PATRIOT, PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Go there now. Offer code Beck. The Glenn Beck Program.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Sign up for the free newsletter today at Glenbeck.com.
0: I want, I want to thank i want to thank christina and kirby uh the cake girl um if you've never seen a cake girl follow her on instagram amazing cake she made my wife's uh birthday cake um i don't know last summer and it it i mean it looked i wanted it to look like a a giant pot of spaghetti and meatballs it looked exactly like it was incredible anyway she makes these little cake girl cups Great for Valentine's Day. And uh, they sent me some birthday cake cups, which... Do I look like I need more cape co- cake cups? Uh, so thank you, Cake Girl. Go to CakeGirl.com and find out about it. Um, look, it is my birthday, but yesterday was uh, Stu's birthday. And, um, you know, I always try to get something uh, for Stu's birthday that he could appreciate. And this year, I want to get something that will really be something that he'll always remember. And... Um, and that is, let me ask you, if you can pray as deeply as you can for the Eagles to lose. Um, because that's a birthday gift that we'll just keep giving. It's one, it's one he'll never forget. He'll never forget that. And as my birthday present, it's really a two-for-one deal. I will enjoy that, enjoy that and unwrap that for weeks. Weeks. So... Go Kansas City. All right. We'll see you back here Monday. God bless. Thanks for listening. The Glenn Beck Program.